Welcome to Scandal Talks, where we discover the future of fashion, art, and music. Scandal is a co-creative agency, and in this podcast, we discover the creative industry together with creators from Amsterdam and beyond. Uh, today, I'm here with Renee. Welcome to Scandal Talks. Thank you. Um, yeah, you're a singer, a songwriter based out of Utrecht, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, tell us a bit about yourself, um, how you got into the music industry and all that. Mm. Well, I started, I think, uh, one and a half years ago. Um, I got into it uh, via uh, a cover on YouTube, which was forwarded by an old classmate to my manager now. Um, yeah, before that, I, I wasn't really much into music uh, on a like more serious basis. Um, I always had the dream of becoming an actress. Okay. Um, but uh, in theater, I I really liked combining acting with singing. Um, so uh, I worked at Docs uh, like for two years in Utrecht when I moved there. And, um, and that was that was after you sent. Or your no, no, no. That was that was before beforehand. Yeah. Um, but at Docs, I really um, I, I discovered how how much fun I had uh, just singing with people because there were a lot of people who were also very talented mm-hmm. and became my friends, uh, still are now. And um, yeah, via them, I sort of picked it up to to sing more and to maybe write and to just d- jam together. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I started uh, filming like really low quality quality. Uh, uh, kind of shitty covers, but I put them onto Instagram and YouTube, and that one, uh, one, one of them was forwarded, and now nice. here I am. Crazy, yeah. And uh, what did you actually do at Docs? At Docs, well, it is uh, like, yeah, it's hard to describe because they do so much. Um, like I saw, I saw online that they're uh, a record label, uh, a publishing company, and a booking agency, right, for live acts. Uh, well. Uh, the part where I was involved uh, was called Docs Ateliers Mm -hmm. and they're like um, a theater group but also uh, a dancing company and uh, they do spoken word things Um, but you have like all these little uh, ateliers they're called Um, and I was involved in like six six of them and you uh, for three months you're uh, in a group of people, uh, you have one uh, director uh, or teacher, and uh, yeah, you just make projects and you just research stories, or uh, uh, it may be something like already written uh, uh, by an old writer, like um, I don't know, Shakespeare, for instance, right, right. Uh, which is really one of the uh, easy example, but English lit. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> we all had that in school. But uh, no, they do a lot and they also research new stuff, uh, try to be um, uh, like have a bit of a social impact. Um, it's, it's, I think it's all about research over there and uh, about like discovering your talents and what way to use them or not, if you like it or not, uh, if you like combining singing with acting or not. Um, yeah, you can you can try out a lot of stuff there, and they're really a go- a cool platform to just nice. see what's what's and there what, what in the kind creative of people, world. What kind of people usually 
go there? Is there like a certain genre or is it more actors than um, musicians? Like how does it, what does it look like? Well, they, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people, but in the uh, ateliers where I was uh, involved, uh, the dance stuff was more of like hip hop, uh, I think. If I'm if I if I'm wrong, correct me, please. But um, uh, like hip hop and contemporary, and uh, for acting, there were a lot of people who had a dream uh, of uh, getting uh, get in an education uh, for acting schools, uh, which is really hard here. Oh, okay, um, so it was kind of like the the practice round, and where you yeah. can develop yourself and kind of find your your passion, really. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Yeah, and they really pushed me also to, uh, uh, or I discovered to push myself there uh, 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 towards music more. Okay. Yeah. But were you actually wor- like were you working there in the sense of like that was your job or no were you no just, no I it's, you went through their program. And, yeah yeah and it's like a free program you can uh, audition for. Uh, it's every year, so I really encourage people out there to to try it because it's re- it's. It's like they can teach you a lot and they give you a lot of space to discover what you want to be taught in. Um, but uh, no, for me, it, it wasn't a job. Uh, they, they do sort of like full-time projects uh, where you can uh, have it as a job. Um, but I did it like two days a week and it was more of a training research project. Yeah. Okay. And what was the next step? Like once you finished the... Uh yeah, so projects. so I uh, I was in this uh, audition training for uh, uh, acting schools, um, and I tried. Uh, I I auditioned like for five years, uh, uh, year after year for the schools, but. Um, well, you really kept at it then. Yeah, yeah, because I was really ambitious, and I I thought I could do it. I still think I could, but um, I I don't know. Maybe the time was up or something, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't for me to uh, 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 be accepted at uh, at one of those schools, but in the end, I think if I was accepted there, I think I I wouldn't have had uh, the time I have and the, the 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 happiness I find in music right now. I think. So it was uh, some good and the bad, I guess. Yeah, I guess where one door closes, another opens and yes, stuff. Yes. Yeah. All right, and. Uh, yeah, I guess you went on to doing some other auditions. I heard that you uh, competed at the Voice of Holland quite yes, early I in did. your yeah. in your music career. Yeah, it's funny because um, I wouldn't have said of myself to have a music career at that point. Um, uh, the video that I talked about, the cover video, was like forwarded at that period of time. Um, so I just I was uh, at Docs. There was someone uh, giving us. Uh, uh, vocal lessons and she uh, uh, like yeah, she scouted me sort of uh, uh, to do audition at The Voice and I thought well why, why not try fuck it let's try yeah it. yeah and um, I think I learned a lot through that because uh, it was it was quite um, how do you say it an intense experience for me because I never uh, I never performed uh, for uh, such a large like group that. of people. So was it like probably on stage, like in yeah, front yeah, of the yeah. judges? Yeah, I only did the blind audition and nobody turned their seat for me. Right. But um, <laughs> but that's like, I get it because it, I was so nervous and I really, right. I effed it up. But, uh, but that's, that's okay, okay because yeah. I, um, 
uh, at the moment I, I really uh, beat myself up for for mm. not doing it the way I should have done it but um, I think that that stage wasn't wasn't really meant for me because mm -hmm. I I like singing my own songs and uh, uh, yeah uh, so after, I don't know where I'm going with this, but but uh, yeah. after that, was that kind of like a point where you realized, okay, maybe I don't want to do like cover songs, and I really want to focus on writing my own music. Yeah, yeah. Is that kind of like part of that process of figuring that out, or? Yeah, I think it, yeah, it contributes to that. But um, I think that whole t television show and all mm. of the entertaining stuff, uh, which can be very nice. Um, wasn't at that point uh the thing for uh, what was made for me because mm -hmm. i uh at that point i uh i was still not writing any songs right uh this was in 2017 i think okay. um i can imagine that uh, yeah. if you're just getting into music at that point and then you're going on stage and there's so many other stimuli like cameras and people yes. and judges yeah and like the cameras external oh pressure <laughs> I, I i was never i never had that experience of having so many cameras on your face yeah. and it, uh i mean you're doing pretty good now yeah <laughs> yeah well, we got thank three you. cameras <laughs> but, but no judges so yeah no nobody to turn their seat yeah. but um <laughs> i think at that point i i i couldn't relax like uh there was no moment for me um uh to think okay this is my uh, my own first try at being on mm -hmm. on such a stage, um, because I couldn't relax with all the yeah, uh, uh, all the cameras you, yeah. around properly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I th I think uh, uh, this experience uh, did help me to find what I did want to do in music, and maybe it didn't occur to me at that moment, but it did later on. Okay, and yeah. what was that? Well, that I think I I like more of uh the 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 layback performances or uh uh it can be of course it it has to be entertaining and i like that part but the whole show and all the lights on stage and right. and and the yeah all the the cameras it was uh i think it was a bit too much for me then overwhelming yeah yeah, yeah. and i really like it when it's more when it can be more pure i think right so like grow organically start with a show that you want to put together and then grow yeah. from there yeah yeah because yeah, i imagine I you know maybe you, one day you will get to the same size but it's you know people are there for you and not yeah. because of it's the voice and we're going to watch people try to make it like yeah, I'm sure yeah it's yeah. a different dynamic at that point as well yeah 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 i really like it when i when i perform now i people really want to listen to me because yeah. they know i will be there i like yeah yeah nice. it's true what you say yeah and um yeah how, how do you get in, into performing now like do you put on your own gigs or how does it work yeah uh it's really it's it's fun it's funny thing because when i started like doing studio sessions and uh like showing it on social media that i was working on it uh uh automatically i i would get more um questions like can you can you perform at this do you want to do uh like uh, two songs uh, at this event we have here and i don't do too much yet but um it's just uh uh through friends and and acquaintances that i 
sometimes get to practice how to be on stage right. and what uh, kind of like movements I like, how if I want to dance, if I don't, uh, if I like it, uh, songs performed acoustic or if I like it mm -hmm. with uh, a backing track or stuff like that. I can, uh, through the small things, uh, small gigs I do now, I can try to find what is find out what is good for me what okay. what works for me okay i want to talk uh, about this a little bit more because there's some people in their beginning phase that really focus on trying to do as much as they can just mm -hmm. to get the experience and to see what works for them but there's also artists that um that i see they really they're really critical with what they do in the beginning yeah uh, because i mean nowadays with social media and all that kind of stuff it's not just your work per se, but like a whole package of personal branding as well. Mm -hmm. um, what is your opinion on that or like your approach to choosing your gigs and, and your appearances and performances and the way you brand yourself? Well, I think uh, for now, I, I went with the first approach, like saying yes to everything. Mm -hmm. um, I try to be more critical, like uh, thinking uh, uh, that it's also my job uh, uh, from now on um, so it's not only like being there for fun and oh can you do a song here uh, and there and, mm -hmm. and uh, we won't uh, 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 pay you your uh, driving costs or something mm -hmm. um, I like to think of it now more professionally so that means some things uh, I will say no to um, but I do like the thought of saying yes to a lot of stuff just to figure out what what works for me like i said mm -hmm. before um because i uh i think i know where my branding is going uh or who uh, who i want to be on a stage and on social media and on platforms or whatever but um it's like all these uh, tiny things tiny gigs uh, uh, uh studio sessions can help you like is that really what you want to portray mm. is that uh, I I think it helps for now to say yes to everything but we'll see we'll see how that goes like in a year yeah. or now yeah and after how many gigs would you say you got to that stage where you can say you can start to say no you know because in the beginning it's often yeah, like you're saying you don't really know mm. uh, when to say yes sometimes when to say no um, like what's your criteria at this point uh, well, at this point, it's also <laughs> I'm balancing like uh, going to college and working like two days a week in uh, a clothing sh a clothing uh, shop. So it's really about balancing it all. So uh, if I uh, do say yes to something, I wanted to uh, contribute to what I'm doing. Um, so it's. Uh, it's not just can you come over and sing and then and then bye we'll see you later it, mm. it i like it i i say yes when it uh when i can learn from it that i think that's my main criteria yeah okay, nice. um all right and where would you say you perform the most like in which cities in the netherlands at this point uh there's not one place really but um like performing live you mean yeah um well i did this uh but it was only one time but two months ago i performed at uh, the melkweg oh, and nice. that was a really big one for me because 
uh, I got to sing like three songs, uh, two together with uh, with a rapper, Cascos, um, and one from my own songs. Uh, but it was really, uh, it was a great moment because the Melkweg was also always something like big for me. Like mm -hmm. if you perform there, you're really, yeah. you are someone or something. I mean, for those who don't know, like the Melkweg and I would say Paradiso like yeah. are probably the most, yeah, the, the, most well the venues yeah. in Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, they got a lot of inter international artists coming through there. Yeah. Um, so congratulations on that. Thank for sure. you. Thank you. Yeah, it was for uh, Art Harder. Shout out Art Harder. Nice. Uh, it was an event and they approached me uh, through uh, Instagram, um, which is also a thing like social media is like, it helps so much like to, to get there to for your network and stuff. But uh, Art Harder uh, like invited me to, uh, yeah, to work together with, uh, with Cascos and write uh, like new songs and, uh, yeah, really figure out what we want to perform like together as a duo uh, on stage. Nice. So um, they they do uh, a lot of spoken word, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, but that night it was all kinds of disciplines. There also was dance. Uh, uh, Testic was there. I don't know if you know him, but he's a really great uh, singer songwriter also. Um, and we could just we we they were really free in like uh come show us what you want to show uh, uh the audience um and it was it, it, it was just a really nice experience to sing uh lyrics that i wrote uh uh myself in such a stage with mm -hmm. like that for me was like a dream already now yes. in this <laughs> very early stage of my career yeah okay um yeah i mean let's go back and talk a little bit about social media that you mm. just mentioned. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you see uh, the whole approach to social media as like an emerging artist? Um, do you think it can be a good thing? It's mainly a bad thing, or you know, it can be both. Uh, but I like to think of it as uh, a platform which also gives you like new opportunities which you could not maybe get in day-to-day -day life because uh when i started posting more covers and more stuff of me like uh working in a studio in my stories or something really simple stuff mm -hmm. uh but uh when i showed that to uh my following base i uh from then on i started more uh getting more requests like uh yo i make uh, i make beats can you would you like to sing on it mm -hmm. um also, I try and uh, uh, give like some of my favorite producers like a DM and see if they will react, if they won't. Um, the world is really next door or something. Mm. Uh, Makes uh, everything a lot closer. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. Um, and yeah, you, of course you have the like the comparison and uh, everybody gets a stage uh, uh, um, opinion on social media, but um, yeah. I think it's I, a great. It's a great. Yeah, like, tool. I like it. Yeah, yeah. You, if you if you use it in a good way, I think it's it's all about opportunities and uh, reaching people. And yeah. are you? I mean, you said you're reaching out to some producers. Are you doing anything else to like really push what you're doing, or at this stage, are you just kind of making content? You know, building a 
an online portfolio in a way yeah. to kind of show people yeah. what you got organically. Yes, I'm just build. Yeah, just trying to share what I do, and because I don't like. I don't own a lot of cameras or stuff, yeah. or, or or I don't even have a, have a good recording microphone at home. So uh, it's really just uh, simple videos of my iPhone, like singing a cover at home uh, on my bed or something, and uh, just showing that when when whenever I'm in the studio that I work on something, and because I I haven't released anything yet, so. Uh, um, you got stuff in the works, though. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do have a single release coming nice. next month, nice. but uh, uh, in the in the meantime, I try to just yeah. I, it's. I mean, have you have you ever thought about just kind of like putting the word out there? So like, hey, is there anyone out there that wants to, um, you know, make a mini documentary or like you know work on some some content together mm -hmm. and. Can well, help each other out. I haven't done that publicly. Like I do have some friends uh, in film studies and stuff, and I try to. Um, we're thinking of doing projects together, um, but it's it's like what I said about my my time. I'm really balancing a lot, so mm. um, it's hard to really. I, I I hope this summer I can do more of that, like content building and stuff, because on a normal day-to-day -day week uh work mm. week i really don't have a lot of th time so i try to go to school and then e in the evening write something at home or uh go to the studio in utrecht mm. um but yeah i i don't have a lot of time to really invest in the the content part i hope mm. there's more to come yeah. in that basis. i'm sure i mean that's the thing. As long as you're uh, you're open with people and you say, "Hey, do you want to co-create something?" Yeah. And, and just don't don't ask people like, "Hey, do you want to do this for me?" But it's kind no, of no, really, no, together. Really approach yeah. it in like a, a together kind of mentality. Mm -hmm. Then people are also willing to invest time. I mean, we've had a lot of help with all the projects that we've yeah. been doing, um, and you know, we're very thankful for that and very transparent about that. It's not just us who are who are no. doing these projects like. Um, it's what we call ourselves a co-creative agency and it's one of our like core values yeah. like working together and learning from each other exactly yeah. yeah so i'm sure maybe yeah maybe someone will see this and then hit you up on on instagram and <laughs> you'll have a yeah maybe perfect they little will. content team i would like that yeah yeah um. let's let's talk a little bit about your um your single mm -hmm. that you got coming up um what's it about or do you, What's is, a it, single is it about? like a secret uh, stuff? No, I won't, uh, I won't say the title yet because okay. that will be a surprise. But um, uh, well, it's about what a lot of my songs up until now are about. It's like, um, it's, it's, it's a sad love song, really. Uh, it's like- We all love sad love yeah, songs. Yeah. Like everyone does. So. Yeah, but at the, at the beginning though, I, I was like, why can I only write sad love songs? But now I really I I grew to like it a lot, and if if that's the thing I want to sing about, then that's pure. But first album, sad love song, and then <laughs> sad love song stories by Jinch. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, but the first single is about um, after you uh, uh, like after you break up or, or 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 quit a thing with a lover or someone. Um, uh, 
um, when you see them with a new person, how you can get jealous and think like, was it the right thing mm -hmm. to stop it though, to, to quit it? Um, it's about that moment. So um, yeah, it's about learning about your own choices uh, uh, through jealousy. Okay. Really, exciting, yeah. relatable yeah. to many people. <laughs> yeah, sure. I hope so. Yeah, it's relatable to me. <laughs> um, and yeah, do you like in your process of, of of songwriting? Do you always draw inspiration from like personal personal life stories? Yeah, kind of I do thing? mostly. But um, like when I when I recorded the first few songs, I. Uh, I always sent them to like friends or family and stuff, and people started like guessing. Oh, uh, uh, is this who's this person? song about? Is you this about him? Or is this about me? Lyrics? Or uh, <laughs> and uh, well, the, uh, at first it was funny, but then later on, I also like wrote stuff. Um, yeah, that's uh, wrote stuff that I did not uh, experience literally. But I think you can like pull something out of a feeling you once had or a pain you've experienced and put it into a new story. So I do relate to all the songs I write and I, it's, it is uh, always a personal thing, but that doesn't mean I haven't experienced the things that I do say. Mm -hmm. It's more of a feeling. Uh, kind of like your you own from. personal emotionally backed opinion on something you haven't necessarily experienced yet. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think so, yeah. And do you think you're always going to be writing about love or is there something else well, that I you... I hope not. <laughs> uh, I try writing about different things. Like, um, I wrote this song uh, about uh, uh, being objectified as a woman, uh, which is also still in the, like, men women section of writing uh, uh for me but uh i like uh i like songs that are a bit more uh, uh like meaningful. Uh, yeah meaningful in a way of having a social impact or uh right. um being inspired by a problem that is a bigger thing in uh society i like that too but it's harder to write about because uh i uh, tend to beat myself up about lyrics like oh no if if I wanted to be that critical I can't say this I can't I it really has to be pinpointed right uh, yeah so it's harder to to do that but I try it yeah 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 it sounds like a lot of your lyrics are or songs in general are very authentic I mean is that I hope I, so I guess they have to be right I I feel they are but I also find like uh, English is not my first language, as mm -hmm. you can tell. But um, when you write songs like the ones I did right now and uh, the, uh, that are finished, um, they speak to me and I like the lyrics, but I can see still that like my English dictionary in my head isn't that big yet. So uh, I try to learn like new words um, and put them into songs like... Um, I just give us an example. 
What's, uh, what's like well, a new word that do you I, try to learn like one new word a day or something like that? Like for instance, I once heard this word in in like a CSI episode or something. I was just uh, uh, how do you say that? Zep Zepan I zept. Uh, I was uh, watching t television yeah. and um, uh, I uh, I heard this word trigger happy. Mm -hmm. And I didn't didn't know what it meant, uh, but it's like That's a cool word. don't be too trigger happy, don't yeah, be yeah. too willing to shoot uh, yeah, yeah. before uh, it was like police or some a police officer it was about. But uh, I thought the word was like so cool and had something really. Um, it, it could be a metaphor for a lot of things yeah, sure. uh, to be trigger happy. Uh, and so I, I just sat down and wrote a song that's called Trigger Happy, really. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So in that way, when I hear new things, I try to write them down. Um, but um, what I wanted to say about this was that um, when I now look to all the lyrics that I wrote, I see sort of a... Um, they are like simple English words. Mm -hmm. uh, and yes, you can relate to them. And yes, they can have a deeper meaning or something. But I, um, my goal for now is to like broaden that up or something mm -hmm. to expand in English. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it sounds like um, the way you, you listen or like consume stuff is a lot, has it changed a lot? Yeah. I mean, since you started, yes, it did like, a lot. lot more attentive and yeah, yes, it did. Uh, it's not only when listening to people talking English or or uh, or watching television, but it's also like um, I wasn't I wasn't busy with professionally uh, uh, recording music till uh, uh, something more than a year ago. So when I listen to music now, I hear much more of the the layers that are always put into it, and it's um like i don't i don't ever think i listen to music as being something superficial or something but uh now that i do know what goes into it uh how many different things you can put in just one song mm -hmm. uh that maybe sound uh, uh sounds simple or easy but it has a lot more to it than i mm -hmm. thought that's the thing, yeah. So yeah. Do you, do you like that? Yes, I yeah. do. Yes. Because I know some, like, um, working with uh, people in the film industry, especially whenever you watch a movie with someone that mm. uh, you know edits a lot or like directs and yeah. is just into film, like professionally, you sit next to them and they watch a movie, and then sometimes they kind of roll their eyes and like, "Fuck, that was I would have done that differently." Or, yeah. You know, it, it's. I guess that's the cool thing about. Um, finding something that you love to do and ha having it like impact your entire life the way you consume mm -hmm. things like you're saying um, because you just know so much more about it and um, it's not like a job where you go and then after you know nine to five you just turn off your brain on whatever mm -hmm. you're doing it's like it's like a full-time thing you know yeah I guess yeah. that's that's also the exciting part and how you keep learning like the entire time Mm -hmm. you know, people ask you like, uh, "Oh, how how many hours a day do you work on on your music or uh, on your company?" And then the answer is usually like, "Well, basically twenty four seven. Yeah, like it's always on my mind. It's so it's also when you. I think people who work in like the creative business, um, 
it's always a really personal thing because you have your own taste, but also the products you uh, products or projects you uh, you perform or make or invest in. Uh, they come from something within you, and I think you can never turn that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well put. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, well, there's another thing I wanted to talk to you about. Is um, I mean, you have been busy for about a year and a half now mm-hmm. um, in the music industry. Is there anything that you think lacks in terms of support from, you know, like bigger institutions, the government that could help? emerging artists like yourself um, get to the next step well I think well if, if it wasn't for like me my my video being forwarded I would have I think I never would have got where I am now which is still at the beginning but I uh, I would have never so let's, known. let's first give a big shout out to your friend yes, who actually sent yes, that I see you uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, no if yeah um it's hard like to when you when you want to sing or make music which which i did but i i thought it was a world like which was far from me and i didn't know anybody who uh who was a producer who had a studio or anything like that so um it would be nice to like uh have a platform which uh and i know there are platforms for like beginning musicians but like really people who just want a taste of it to maybe discover if it is something for them or not. I I think that would be like a fun thing which really would help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And also I wrote I wrote this essay for school about uh the music industry lacking women because uh, only 30% of the whole industry in music uh uh are uh, exists of uh, women. Um and that is not only the making music or the singing, but also like A and R's, uh, label companies, mm-hmm. uh, everything. And I think uh, I would like there to be more women in the studios because wherever I uh, I go and and went in these past years, there were always men. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, I because uh, I didn't know anything about the business or how it went or what you were supposed to do uh, in a studio. Um, it it sometimes was a bit uh how do you intimidating call it? intimidating yes yeah, for yeah. me because you also you oh sorry uh you have these uh places where people smoke and drink during uh the, the process session, and, yeah. and 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 that's fine and uh 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 it works a lot of the times but um when you first start like going into these sessions it can be a bit overwhelming and you I, there, there are no rules for how you act or what you do, or if you uh, have this session and uh, is there supposed to be a song at the end of the day? Mm. There's no rules for that. And in the beginning, I, um, it was very confusing for me. Like, uh, what are people expecting from me? Right. Um, sh- is it should I uh, not not in terms like should I drink or smoke too, but uh, more of like studio peer pressure? Yeah, no, but. It is like nobody says like um, we're uh, we're just gonna write music. You don't have to feel any pressure to have something done by the day. And in the beginning, I I thought I had to like have this thing that was 
perfect finished at the end of the day but you don't have to it's it's a process always and sometimes yes you do finish something some sometimes you don't even write a word and that's Mm -hmm. fine too uh i think these words would have been very good to have at the beginning well it's good that you say that now because i mean i'm sure there's people who who have their first studio session booked in like mm-hmm. next week, you know, when they see this and this might be a little relief for them, a little yeah. extra tip. Yeah, don't feel any pressure to do anything. Just like, just discover what it is for yourself, I think. And try to write something and if it doesn't work, don't don't feel like you're a failure or something. <laughs> no, because it doesn't work that way. If it, Sometimes I, I don't write anything, but uh, uh, we did, uh, or the producers did record this beautiful beat that I will sing something to one day and this day help to understand what goes into it or something. Mm-hmm. Does it help like seeing the process of how the actual music is made in terms of how you layer your lyrics and, and write your songs around it? How, what's your yeah. process actually? Like, do you write the lyrics first and then look for a beat or is it the other way around? Mm-hmm. Well, I always like going into sessions with a bit of lyrics that I already have. So I write a lot at home uh, on like YouTube beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know six chords on on the keyboard. So sometimes I write on that. But um, I like having something to bring in. And sometimes that's like two sentences. Sometimes it's a whole song. Sometimes I use it, sometimes I don't. But just to have something in hand for when you don't know anything when you don't have anything to come up with um but then with the producers i work most with uh they're called clark's kent uh check them out and um when i work with them i sometimes bring in like voice recordings of songs that i already wrote at home and then we work on that and sometimes they bring in this tune that they think my my voice would sound great on um so I don't have like one working method, but when I do meet new uh, producers or new new people to work with, we always start from nothing. So then then I don't bring in my already written songs or something. Oh, okay. nice. Yeah. And do you have like a like a ritual that you do before going to the studio? I mean, I mm-hmm. I come more of a from more of a sports background, so there's a lot of things like you know, put your left boot on first before you put in uh, the right one, and like you know, the lucky like things or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, or some people I heard you know have to smoke weed before going to the studio. Yeah, or like a lot of them. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't really have like some ritual. I I do like uh, um, uh, when I discovered new songs that I like. I uh bring them with me or uh listen to it on the way over there to like get inspired and to kind of find a vibe that I want to be in that day or what I want to write about but no not not really not not any ritual yet not yet <laughs> I'm sure no. we'll come yeah All right. um yeah I mean I guess we're getting kind of towards the end of this podcast but um what are some of the things that the main things that you've learned thus far like on your journey as a as an artist Mm, i learned a lot um i think um i like really 
it's 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 wow it's hard, hard to put it in like words because it's i've experienced so much these past years but um I tend like, to get shy about yeah. what I write because uh, it's you're always very vu- vulnerable because you ain't, there's one it's one thing to like uh, let every pressure go and sing mm. uh, how, how you want to sing um, and it's the second thing to sing about like your feelings and something that happened to you may or may not have happened but um, to open up to uh, uh, like some some people you've just met and are working with that's that's the thing I get more and more used to and comfortable in and like seeing it as as working on something and instead of uh, being vulnerable uh, uh, it is vulnerable always Um, how do I put it in one one lesson I've learned it doesn't have to be one I mean there can be a few main main things that you know either you're you like getting used to now mm-hmm. that you you know experience totally different in the beginning or stuff that you thought was going to be totally different yeah than from what it actually is well i think take uh to take the time to find my own sound because i wrote like these poppy songs but also these very soul influenced things and I tend to like the soul influence more um, and take the time to not when when something's finished people just want to put it out there sometimes uh, and you re- really have to go check in with yourself like do I like this so mm. much to put it out for the whole world um, and if it's a no then don't don't do it because it's not right at that moment anyway um, so to take the time to really discuss within myself like do i like this don't i is this something that that is my sound or i want to be my sound or not Um, do you ever ask like friends and family or always yeah yeah yeah. and uh, but do you ask them to like really tell tell you what they think because i feel like a a lot of times you know friends and family can always be a bit like over enthusiastic like oh Mm, this is so great yeah they are they but it's funny because they also recognize, like in these songs that I, the the poppy ones and the soul influence ones. It's funny because they also react like, uh, oh, this is this is something else. This, mm. uh, this oh, this you. one suits your yeah. voice more. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, this one I feel is really connected to who you are or something, and um, I think they do, uh, uh, even though they're very ent- enthusiastic. Uh, uh, which is true uh, they do recognize which songs or lyrics fit mm. you and and are pure f- for you mm. yeah I'm sure I'm sure um, like once once people realize that it's not just like a one-time thing where they tell you oh yeah you know you did great mm. and it's really something serious that yeah. or something that you take really serious it goes a bit beyond like just you know even though it sucks they will tell you oh good job like they will be kind of maybe even overly critical because they know it might be beneficial to yeah yeah uh, like really critical feedback mm-hmm. so for all the moms and dads watching i think that's a good a good tip like be honest if it sucks yeah yeah really my parents are honest though they they they're they are encouraging but also they 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 recognize the best which which music really fits me uh or not and 
sometimes I disagree, but that's that's there. That's also cool. Um, but yeah, for, uh, yeah, take the time to to find out what's pure to you. I I think I discovered that, and also um, the producers I talked about before, Clark's Kent. Shout out again. Um, I really like it, and I'm really grateful that they took the time and the effort to get to know me and uh, try to find out with me together how I work. Because um, like when I started, I, I like I said, I didn't know anything and I didn't know how the producing parts work. I didn't know how to say which things I liked, which things I didn't in uh, beats that they made because I didn't I didn't even know the words mm. that were used, like the, the, the producing language. Mm. Uh, and they really, uh, took the time to discover that with me and to build something that really fits me. So if you do have, uh, that's, that's, I think, I think that's my advice. If you do find someone which you really feel comfortable with and you make good music with, uh, then hold on to it and try to spend as much time as possible because, um, yeah, when you work together, like you learn from each other and you, build towards something greater and if you get to know each other and take time for that i think it makes the most beautiful things nice yeah that's a good note to end the podcast on i Um, think so yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you want to uh tell us what you got going on at the moment any projects coming up or shows or something like that um well in july i got my first single so that's that's very exciting and i'm really i I don't know what to expect, like how the, how people will react to it. So that will be uh, be one thing. And this summer I got like a few gigs in Leeuwarden, uh, where I come from. Um, and uh, they are like ginge invites, uh, 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 like hosted by me mm-hmm. uh, uh, stuff. And I invite other artists to uh, just so it's try like, it. It's so, like a music podcast in a way, but you actually perform but songs. But live, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. But um, yeah, if people want to come, it's really nice. It's it's uh, outside on a terrace and uh, it's in Leeuwarden. So a bit of a drive from here, but... Um, yeah, I'm just small. It's like, yeah. If you're from North America and you hear this, you're like, oh, it's like, a, it's like nothing. <laughs> it's only two hours. <laughs> but um, yeah, those will be like gigs where I can... Uh, try out things and um, bring other artists that are just beginning. Uh, uh, I let them also like try before an audience. And I really like that. Nice. Just just sharing the learning experiences or something. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds like you got some big things in the works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's cut her there. Um, if you got any value out of this podcast, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, wherever you're watching this or listening. And uh, See you next time. See ya.